You've got questions. We've got all the answers when it comes to sex and more. This is the A to Z of sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Every week, we pick a series of topics that you've been wanting to know about. It's an encyclopedia of sex, intimacy, relationships, and so much more than that. Let's get things started. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I am a sex and intimacy coach and psychologist, and I have spent the last 30 years helping people to create hot and healthy sexual and intimate relationships. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Today, the letter is O, and O is for orgasmic meditation. Now, joining me today to talk about orgasmic meditation is Anika Thielet, who is a writer and a coach who works with both men and women on sex, desire, and self-esteem. Her work in these areas is founded on the philosophy of orgasmic meditation. Orgasmic meditation, or OM for short, is a 15-minute partnered practice that offers both men and women a unique way to explore their sexuality, connect with their bodies, and heal from the past. Primarily, OM works as a healing modality by shifting our understanding of orgasm, first by separating sex and orgasm, and then further by differentiating orgasm from climax. Though the practice, far from simply being the peak of a sexual experience, Orgasm becomes a source of vitality, a way to anchor into true desire and purpose, and a foundational way in which to stay connected to others. So welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Larry Beth. Thank you. Awesome to be here. So let's start out. Um, for somebody who has had no experience, what would they expect to have happen? And it, what would they first, let's see, first, what would they come to you for? Um, so you mean like, uh, why are people usually attracted to something like orgasmic meditation? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, they usually come for like a range of reasons. I mean, myself, like when I found out about it a few years ago, it was because it sounded like, oh my God, what there are people that do this. Like, I was just so curious. So sometimes it's just curiosity. Like, what is this practice? You know, it's orgasm and meditation all in one terms. It's like, how does that work? Um, you know, couples looking for, you know, something to explore together, you know, in the same way that they might, you know, explore Tantra, they might come to orgasmic meditation to see what that has to offer their relationships. Um, you know, we have women who haven't been in a relationship for a long time, who are looking for a way to, um, you know, be in control of their sexuality. Um, and mm -hmm. so that, that's one of the things, you know, men looking for a new way to connect with women, you know, they wonder what orgasmic meditation. So there are a range of different reasons why people might come. Okay, so how, what, do, what do they expect to have happen when they enter into an, an, an OM class or um, an OM um, coaching session? Well, in the gnome, so we don't do like large classes anymore. So anyone who wants to learn orgasmic meditation will learn with an OM trainer. And mm -hmm. home trainers will only train um, either an individual or couples. That's the num max number of people at a time. Right. Um, and what they would expect um, is pretty much a conversation with the coach in which the coach will tell them exactly how orgasm, what orgasmic meditation is, how it works. Uh, we talk a little bit about the philosophy. Because we talk about orgasmic meditation um, being like an upgrade for your life, like a whole new way of operating in the world. And so we talk about just how that works. And then be shown uh, 12 steps to OM. 
Um, and so what that is, is a fully closed demo in which your trainer will take you through how everything from how you ask for Gnome, how you set it up, you know, um, the techniques that you use throughout. Um, yeah, pretty much. And then you go off and you have your first ohm. Right. So you're doing, you're basically doing a teaching session and you're giving people all of the details that they need to go away and practice. Pretty much. And then um, they go away and practice. And then do they normally come back for feedback and to discuss how it went and what they've realized or what kind of changes have happened? Definitely. And so every OM training is made up of three sessions. And so you have that first session. I mean, personally, I train people in person. And then afterwards, you know, when they've gone away and they've owned the first time, we have like, we'll have a Zoom call for an hour. We'll talk about what came up, you know, whatever we need to dial in in terms of like their sitting position, you know, stuff like that. We talk a bit more about the philosophy and the difference it can make. And then they go off and they own some more and we have a third session. Um, and we talk more about what's coming up and anything else, any questions or, you know, fears, concerns that they have. So I know that like... Clients um, normally are quite hesitant to um, talk details of sex. I mean, that's part of why they end up coming to me is for communication. So how do people find this is a very intimate practice, but it isn't really, from my my reading about Ohm, and, and admittedly, I'm, that's limited. It isn't a sexual practice. So can you ex- explain to people what, what's the difference? Sure. Um, so obviously, you know, there are genitals involved. And so what Ohm is, is a 15-minute practice in which um, what we call a stroker, which is often a man but doesn't have to be women, can also be strokers, will stroke the left-hand quadrant of a woman's clitoris. The woman in this, you know, in the practice is called a strokey for 15 minutes with no other goal but to sort of be aware of sensation in the body and to keep the attention on the point of connection between the two people who are practicing together. Um, the founder of... yeah. Let me one. stop you there for a second. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you say you want to keep the attention on the, on the point of connection between the two people who are practicing together. So as, yes. as a meditator, if I'm following my breath, I'm keeping my attention on my breath. If I'm following a mantra, I'm keeping my attention on the mantra. You are looking at the attention to that exact physical point of connection. So Precisely. It's, not, it's not on the sensations in the body. It's on that connect, that actual physical connection right there. Yeah. Well, you're kind of doing two things. So you're staying aware of your body. Ah. Yeah. And yeah. then you're all, and you're keeping your attention on the, on your stroke as a, as a strokey on your stroker's left index finger at that particular point on your clit, yes. Okay, got it. Okay, now go on. (laughs) Right, and so in that way, it's really more akin to uh, traditional meditation than many people think it is, you know, coming in. Um, And so then it's not, I mean, what I want to say about that, I guess, so the person who founded it, a woman called Nicole Daydon, she described it as sex stripped down to its most basic, right, to just attention and sensation. And so there's a way that it's like, it's not sex because we've stripped away everything that people understand sex to be apart from those two things. All you're doing is feeling and connecting. All right. Does that make sense? And does that- yeah, it does. But it does. But I would argue with that. I would say that it is sex. It's just sex. And it's just, you're talking about it as being in a, in a purer form in the sense, in the sense of 
because of and because of the regimentedness of it and the focus of it, you are taking away a lot of the extraneous stuff yes. that gets in the way when people are trying to connect during sex. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I mean, I think. Um, and I get that it's yeah. more. I get that it's more as well. Yeah, so it's it's less and and it's more. And I mean, there's a way that, you know, strokers, your strokers always wear gloves. And, you know, I think where it's really not like sex is that there is no goal, right? And so, you know, a stroker is stroking um, a strokey, but he's not doing it in an effort to get her off in any way, you know, and it's like all of the, uh, the pressure of performance goes out the window. Right. So there's no, yeah, you can't, there's no such thing as a bad ohm. You can't get an ohm wrong, you know, and this is very definitely deviates from, you know, what we usually understand as sex. Okay. Well, we're a couple of minutes from break and we come back um, in the next portion. We're going to continue to peel the layers from this really interesting philosophy along with the technique. And that will happen in a couple of minutes after we hear from our sponsors. Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This is the A to Z of sex, featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails, too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the second segment this week. It's O is for orgasmic meditation. And we're talking to Anika Fiole about OM. So before the break, we were just to the point of talking about 
that you could get more from this than um, just that kind of meditative connection. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so what else can people expect to experience if they, if they persist with this? I mean, just like anything else, this is something that does take, you did say you can't do a bad ohm, but it, but if you want lots of benefits, just like meditation, it takes practice, doesn't it? Totally. And that's one of the first things that we teach that, you know, the way that you're upgrading your life is that you're moving away from a sense of getting better at stuff by competing with other people. And what you're doing is like gaining mastery through practice. You can only get the benefits if you show up and do the practice, you know, for sure. Um, I think when it comes to uh, benefits, I mean, the first is usually that people are able to fill their bodies in a whole new way. So we talk about feeling more connected to the body. And I mean, that's the most essential thing about, um, call it a kind of body-based form of personal development. Mm-hmm. The way that, you know, being able to feel um what's pleasurable to you and what doesn't work for you um, really enhances your ability to um, yeah, to make decisions about everything from whether you want to go out with a friend, you know, like, does this feel good to me and my body? You know, so, so many of us are like so in our heads, you know, at some point we left the body, migrated to our heads and we overthink a lot. And what OM does 15 minutes at a time is remind you what it feels like to be in your body and what pleasure feels like in the body. And over time, what that becomes is like the ability to feel uh, desire, like what do I want? You know, and so it's very much um, for, both, for both people who are practicing. We talk about, you know, strokers uh, really building the muscle of attention. So where is strokey, so the woman lying in the nest, is able to close her eyes and keep her attention on the point of a connection. The stroker, he keeps his eyes open you know, and he's like, he's got his focus on that spot. Um, and there's a way that, you know, he's forever noticing something new, right? Like the only way to keep this practice fresh is to like up your attention. And especially, I mean, for, you know, both people are like increasing attention, but for men, this becomes a bit of a superpower. And there's a way that they can then take this attention into relationships because we say that, you know, women want attention. Well, just generally, right? So we're not stereotyping, but women want attention. There's a way that, you know, in the home community, for instance, we, you know, women really enjoy this new form of attention that men are able to give. So just be present with, be present with them, in the moment with them. Um, and we say that men like approval. And there's a way that when a man's able to put attention on a woman in a particular way, women are going to approve. And so relationships change. Well, so what's really interesting to me is that I teach a class on, on being present during sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it because I think it's one of the things that people miss the most mm-hmm. as to the importance of truly being able to be present. I never liked the term mindfulness, and the reason is because uh, I came upon presence through um, through the understanding of meditation and also um, through basic understanding of meditation, but also the understanding of what it is to be grounded in your body. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the meditation part came second. The grounded in your body came first. So it's a different right. language. It's a different language, but it's the same thing. And it is that ability to be fully grounded in your body and fully present in whatever it is that you're doing sexually at that moment. Um, so this fits right in with that. That and and the philosophy, the idea that um, if you are actually fully present, things really mm. change. Yes. For sure. I mean, sex is completely different when you're fully present. So I'm curious as to the idea of why they decided that the the stroke, in a couple even, that the Mm. stroker should use a glove. I understand why if you're talking about out 
out in a community or if you're mm-hmm. doing this with people you don't know well. But why, why do you know where that came from? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much to like uh, keep om om, if that makes sense. So like couples who are used to each other, they're, they know they're used to having sex. It's just it's a way of distinguishing your sex life from your own practice. And okay. so as a couple, you know, or somebody, you know, your love is with, it's like, you know, as you stroke puts on the gloves, there's a sense that, oh, we're going to practice now. You know, we're taking this 15 minutes out to be with each other in this particular way. You also never open a bed, for instance. Same reason, right? right? It's always on the floor, always on a yoga mat and blanket. And it's just to make that distinction, really. Yeah. Right. So it's it's basically setting the space apart. Setting the space apart and distinguishing OM from sex. Yeah. Yeah. As a separate practice. It's something you're doing to develop other things, you know, in relationship or in connection with others. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So what where if they keep practicing, where where are the kind what are the kinds of things that people can learn? Um, so in terms of learning, so we talk about as in OM, as in life. I think for me as a woman, so I've been I've been practicing for just over two years. And what I found is that by getting to the nest over and over again, because there is something when the strokies make adjustments, right? And the strokers make offers. And essentially what that is, is that as you're roaming, what you're attempting to do is be on the point of the highest sensation. And so the strokey will guide her stroker and the stroker, depending on what he can feel, because obviously this is a, a a practice that really connects them limbically, he will make an offer like, would you like me to move slightly to the left? Or would you like me to move down? Or would you like a faster stroke or a slower stroke? For me as a strokey, what that has enabled me to do is ask more precisely for what I want in relationship, right? And that's any relationship. So not just in my marriage, but with other people in friendships and business, there's a way that, you know, I become much more precise about Mm -hmm. what I'm asking for. I feel better able to do that and I feel better connected to what, what it is that I want. I think, you know, when I, when I speak to strokers, it's similar. It's like they're building a more robust relationship with reality. And so over time, there's a way that they're feeling into what's right in the moment rather than relying on a formula. Yeah. Rather than relying on, you know, something from the past they're like right here in the present moment feeling the nature of the connection with somebody or like even in a room i, I remember because i've written quite a few you know ohm stories um because you know there's a new site by the institute of ohm where it's got hundreds of stories about people and how they've benefited from ohm and you know one person said to me you know like he always did pretty well at work but you know he got his like first five star rating when he'd been oming for about six months because he was able to walk into a room full of clients and rather than rely on something that he'd always done, he just felt into the temperature of the room and spoke to that instead. And so there's a way that by having an enhanced connection with the body, you're present with people in a whole new way and you can feel what's right for the moment rather than be in your head. And it's a much more pleasurable experience that way anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so while well, I am um, a, a pretty woo person and... Yep. And therefore, totally understand what you just said. Right. Um, I, I want to break it down a bit more for people. So, what we're talking about is is more intuitive. Is that when you're in yes. the body, you're connected to intuition, That's and you're right. really much more connected to the energy. And we've talked about this a bit before on other shows, but and to the energy in the room. And that um, that for those people who find it really difficult to think that there's anything other than the mind, mm-hmm. you know, you could just think of it as higher powers of observation, if that's what you'd like. But, sure. but 
what we're talking about is that by practicing this, you're increasing your ability to connect with your intuition in the here and now. That's right. Because you're increasing that individual to body connection, but also that um, individual to other connection. Totally. I mean, I think that's one of the things you discover is just how connected we are. And, you know, know, personally from experience, you know, later on in my practice, there are moments when my stroker and I will feel the same sensation in our bodies. We're always blown away by it. She's like, you know, I felt heat in a particular part of my body and he felt the heat there at the same time. You know, and there's, there's a way that we are connected as individuals. Um, and that is really enhanced by this practice. We get to feel that more. We get to really um, sense the flavor of our connection with others in our body rather than just, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to find the words that make sense of that. Not in a woo-woo way, because I think what we're really attempting to do with OM is move away from the woo-woo, you know, even show how this works scientifically so that people don't have to be like put off by it. it it's just what it is. It's like the more you're, you connect with others, you know, in a body-based way, the better able you, you know, you are to tune in to what's going on for them and for yourself. Yeah. Well, so we're about three minutes from break. I'm going to take this time before break, just a second to remind people about Nadia New Orleans, which is the 24th to the 28th of July, 2019. This is the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world. With over 1,300 couples, this event's not only a full takeover of two of the French Quarter's biggest hotels, but it takes over Bourbon Street, too. If you want more information and you want to book your spot, please visit thesexylifestyle.com on the travel and events page. And there's a lot of stuff on that website, on travel and events, some of them in your area and some of them not. It can be quite inspiring. Um, So when we come back from break, um, I want to talk a bit more about what this is like for individuals and share a couple of stories um, and compare that to um, a couple of things from meditation practice about how connection feels there um, and just kind of broaden this out so people get a better idea of what practice entails. Um, And um, also before the end of this show, we will make sure that you have ways to get in touch with Anika um, and know how to get in touch with me for further information as well. Don't forget, you can email in at Beth at drlauribethbisbee.com if you've got a question, um, or you can phone in with a question as well. We'll be back in a couple of minutes after we hear some more from our sponsors. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter. All on thesexylifestyle.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. 
What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive. So we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks, Parish Michelle Blair, and Jet Setting Jasmine, with Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This is the A to Z of sex, featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails, too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of Sex. This is the third segment. And this week, it's O is for Orgasmic Meditation. And we're talking to Anika Theolod in the UK, all about orgasmic meditation. So before the break, I said we were going to talk some more about some of the broader benefits, but also start sharing some stories about how this looks for people as they Mm -hmm. they practice. Um, So... Hi. (laughs) Do you want to tell them them a little bit about what got you into this and what got you involved? Um, Well, primarily, I mean, it's it's not something that I knew about until I heard about it. And so I I have a friend who said, oh, I'm I'm going to I'm going to an OM event. And I was like, what's OM? And he was like, you know, orgasmic meditation. And I was like, what's that? And then he told me, you know, it's this 15 minute practice. And he told me how it worked. And I burst out laughing. And I was like, there is no way something like that exists. I have to see it. And I mean, I think when you introduced me, you know, you said that I was a writer. So I started my career as a journalist and I was just like, no, I got to go. I got to go see. And so the very next week I was at my own event, but I walked into this room and it was like the warmest in terms of like, I don't know, there was something that I could feel. It was like warm. It was delicious. I was like, Ooh, what is this? Who are these people? And pretty much from that moment on <laughs> the rest is history. I was like, I need to know more. It was a great night. It was a, a night of communication games that sort of mimic what you experience in a gnome. And I just needed to find out more. Yeah. So that's how it started. I mean, in terms of continuing on, I mean, I was at that 11-year, you know, uh, anniversary point with my current husband. I was like, ooh, how do we keep the love alive? I have this, I have a phobia that at 11 years, things kind of start going downhill. So like, maybe this, this could be the way to like, you know. Um, yeah, to kind of miss that um, experience this time around. It's my second marriage. So, you know, we went, we did the intro course together. Um, and yeah, I just kept on going. So I think that's funny, 11 years as opposed to some other years, like seven or eight. Yeah. I, I kind of have an eight. <laughs> I have an eight year window. I'm on my third. Um, right. And we've passed and we've passed it now with, with, without a problem. But oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I noticed that that sort of in eight years, I was pretty much done. And, and, and it, it's interesting. I don't know why. I have no idea why. Mm. But I was recently at TED and um, the big TED in, in, yes. in uh, Vancouver and as an attendee. And um, there is a man there who um, co-authored a book with the Dalai Lama mm-hmm. and is working on a meditation tech. And I was part of a demonstration that, 
was just phenomenal, life-changing. Um, and um, the stuff isn't out yet, so that's all I'm going to say because I, I, I'm waiting. Right. I'm going to beta test when this stuff comes down the pike. Sounds but, exciting. But yeah, it was really exciting. Now, I am not the biggest meditator. Like you said, I tend to be more, uh, um, I was more into grounding. I was very, and I've done more body-based things than I have um, um, pure. And, and, and I say that with quotes, but pure sort of psychological meditation. A lot of the um, um, more spiritual practices I've studied have been more Western um, and shamanic. And so... Mm-hmm. For me, um, standard style meditation has never been easy. Mm-hmm. It's been something I persist with, but it's never been easy. And I had an experience where not only was it easy, but there were 10 people in the room, I think, like mm-hmm. 10, eight to 10 people in the room who were then breathing with me. And right. so the connection was there throughout, which is why mm-hmm. I remember this. So by, by, by them synchronizing with me, the connection spread from person to person to person. Yeah. Um, and, and it was that that part of it was also really I mean, the experience itself without them was incredible. But that part of it was also really incredible. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like what you're talking about in this is 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 that part of the connection, which is so exciting about this, mm-hmm. which is the, the, that ability to be feeling together what's going on. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, uh, you know, having it be a, a connection practice definitely puts a, you know, a different spin on meditation than we're used to. And so there's a way that, you know, I've, I've spoken to people who are like, oh, I've never been able to do traditional meditation. But, you know, coming to OM, just, you know, the excitement of like, you know, having, you know, like sitting in sexual energy, you know, made it a whole different experience for me. You know, and so there is a way that it's bringing together, you know, both the body and the mind in a new way. And I think, yeah, that definitely enhances the experience for many people or makes it easier to meditate for, for many people. I mean, I sort of think, I mean, I think meditation, in my view, is always easier with a, with a focus point, mm-hmm. whatever that focus point might be. But for some people, having it be in sexual energy must make it a lot easier. And for some people, having it be a body focus point, an actual focus point yes not static yes totally. it's, very, it's totally. very active and it changes because they're not controlling it not which, controlling it at all yeah. yeah which is different than when you're controlling when you're doing when you're doing breath work because mm-hmm. you're controlling the breath yes. so it's it, it's different it, it, it's it there's a there's a part of that to me that sounds fascinating because you are not in control no well you're not in control of like what happens once you're in what we call the nest um, but very much, you know, we talk about the importance of containers. So it's like wherever you go in the world, you know, an OM is the same. You know, someone's been trained. You can, you know, you know, they're going to wear gloves. You know, there's going to be a Zafu, a yoga mat. And so there's a way that you are, you have control in that you know what to expect of the experience. And, you know, um, you set up the ground rules ahead of time. But the actual, once you're in that nest, you know, how your body is going to respond. Yeah, totally. You don't know what's going to happen. And so it's like, you know, creating a ca- container that allows you to let go inside of it. So I, you know, but, I understand what you're saying from that point of view. Yes. Well, and, 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 and so, okay, so some of my therapeutic practice I describe as creating a structure that allows you to, to, to go wherever you need to go because exactly. the structure is there to return to it. So I, I very much understand that aspect because yeah. that is, to me, 
in any therapeutic practice that I do, be it therapy or coaching, whatever I'm doing, that um, container is in, in many ways the most important part. Yes. To hold that stable that allows somebody to let go and explore. Otherwise, they, they can't. They're worried about where yeah, they are. exactly is. And especially we say, you know, especially women, you know, who science has found, you know, has like a much um, more active vigilance center. So, you know, if a woman doesn't know how long this practice is going to be or, you know, um, different, you know, different aspects of it. You know, is he going to wear gloves? Is he going to touch me here? Is he going to touch me there? And there's a way you're right. They can't relax, you know. And we talk about like strokers being like holding the container. And so you kind of make sure that the door is closed, that they're not going to be interrupted. You know, there are things that she doesn't have to worry about anymore that then make it possible for her to relax in the nest and for him to relax as well because she's relaxed and for them to both enjoy the experience well. And it's not always like, um, enjoy, I don't want to make it sound as though it's always like, you know, pleasurable and climactic because sometimes it's very tame and like the, yeah, the sensation is very just, um, yeah, very quiet, very smooth. Like every ohm is different. Every ohm is different. Yeah. And so um, when people are seeking this out, I mean, would they go for different, to different people in order to experience different kinds of connections? Well, they can do. I mean, it, it's not a prerequisite. So there are some people who only own uh, with their partners. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, a, you know, that's something that they, they use to, like, keep connection alive in their relationship and, you know, to explore ways of communicating with each other, using containers to set boundaries, all of that kind of stuff. And then, sure, for the single people who come to the community or people who in relationship are happy to, like, you know, have multiple own partners. Yeah, they practice with other people and there are there are benefits to that too. Like, you know, learning what it's like to connect with different types of people and, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, I'd say that a lot of the people that I've met in community are probably people that I wouldn't have been friends with, you know, just naturally in the outside world. So it's definitely opened up my world phenomenally to different types of people and what they go through. And yeah, it's, it's awesome. So, um, what what are the long term benefits do you think of, of of engaging in this kind of a practice? Well, you know, in in terms of like, so for women, we talk about um, like filling up, and that can be a bit that can sound a bit woo woo, but there is a way that with this practice, because you're doing this kind of relaxation on a regular basis, so you're relaxing in your body, you know, you're allowing yourself to let go. I have found at least personally that I am, you know, way less stressed, way more in my body, right? Um, I feel much more confident. So who I was two years ago and who I am now, two totally different people, even being here with you, Dr. Laurie, like, whoa, you know, I really attribute that to my own practice. You know, there's a way that I have a new voice because I, you know, I've been in the nest in different places with different people and I've asked for what I want, what I want. I've discovered that, you know, it's okay to do that. That is okay to have these, like there are whole, so many things that I've discovered about myself that I didn't know. And that's given me confidence to be out in the world. And I know that's true, you know, for many of the women that, you know, are in the community with me. Um, for men, I've seen, wow, I've seen some people like just change. Like um, we have men that come in who probably, who identify as say like being on the spectrum and they discover ways to communicate as well. You know, they're able to have healthy relationships, you know, to set up boundaries for themselves. It's like, you know, it, their long-term benefits are myriads, absolutely myriads. So, you know, confidence, a sense of purpose, you know, enjoying being in your body, able to access pleasure, you know, um, yeah, a pressure, less pressured sex life. 
because there's a way that sex become you know slows down and becomes a much nuanced in a much more nuanced thing you're not focused on climax and so there's a way that you're enjoying every touch you know just myriad benefits <laughs> well and, and now I'm, in, I'm also interested into how um one one kind of links this sort of stuff when the preference is not slowed down, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the kinds of sexual relationship I, I, sexual relationships I like are high connection, mm-hmm. um, but high intensity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I, I could see, I could see a way that this would enhance that as well. But I'm not oh, sure yeah. other people would be able to see that. It's like when we say slowed down, we don't mean like slow down gentle. We mean slow down as in able to pay attention to each bit. Exactly. As exactly. Not towards the end when we're at the beginning. That's like right. Five minutes of foreplay and now it's time to. Totally. Right? That's exactly what I mean. Exactly. Okay. So it's, it's not slow down in terms of like pace, but slow down as in be able to feel each and everything more interested in the journey than the destination. Right. I'm much more present. And so, yeah, pleasure is way more enhanced. Yeah. And so how does this work for guys? And I'm thinking, like, how does this work for guys who have struggled with premature ejaculation and erectile dysfunction? Again, it, you know, we bring it back to the same thing. So one, the pressure is off to perform. You know, right. through the, yeah, left left hand index finger, you know, they've got a set of rules. You know, I've had, you know, one man say to me that, you know, he wish he discovered Ohm years ago because he f- feels like he suddenly has this blueprint for how to make a woman happy. Right. So there's the taking the taking the pressure off, giving a set of in, almost like a set of instructions that makes it quite easy. Um, there is, again, reconnecting with the body. You know, and so if, if erectile dysfunction comes from like, you know, stress um, yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, there's a way that, again, you know, you're relaxing, you're learning to fill into your body in a whole new way. You're able to also ask for what you want, you know, slow down. So, yeah, pretty much the same things. Yeah, I can see what that would be really helpful um, for guys who have had, had problems ongoing that are that are more psychologically based where they feel yes, that yeah. they they. Um, have not performed well enough or, or like as what unfortunately often happens is that somebody has um, an erectile problem once mm-hmm. and then they're panic and anxious at every time after. And so it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So to actually totally. take that pressure away mm-hmm. would really make a difference. Sure. And restore and restore their confidence in their ability, you know, to be with a woman in that way, right. In an intimate way, in a connected way, you know, yeah, and have it be pleasurable to enjoy then, that together. Yeah. yeah, and then also, I mean, it also occurs to me that people who, you know, really penis and vagina sex isn't an option for anymore, who do, who do enjoy it, but now don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a nice refocus because it takes it away from that. Yes. So we're, um, we're going to go to break in about two minutes. And, and in the next segment, I want to talk a bit more about um, some of the concerns Mm-hmm. Um, how your organization is set up, what, sure. people should, what people should look for when they're looking for a therapist around the world, because we have a lot of people who are listening um, from America, and mm-hmm. what should they be looking for? Um, and also um, kind of any sort of takeaway tips that you bring because of this practice in your life. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Look Great. Forward to I'm looking forward to that. Again, guys, don't forget you can email in a question, Beth at drlauriebethbisbee.com, or you can phone in and I will answer the question on the show. If we don't have time this week, I will certainly answer it next week. 
So please, 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 there's no such thing as a stupid question. And we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, the radio show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a parameter for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Tune in to talk about sex and sexuality from a man's point of view. The Everything Sexy Show is direct, open, and uncensored discussions, ranging from open relationships to kink, sex parties, and self-love. Hosted by Jamal and Polly Rick, they'll answer your questions, discuss topics you're curious about, and provide a safe forum for perverted and provocative discussions you just won't get anywhere else. Check it out. It never hurts to listen. Everything Sexy, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This is the A to Z of Sex, featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the final segment this week. We are talking O is for orgasmic meditation, and I am with Anika Theolad. Um, so, we left, and I wanted to talk a bit more about um, how do you find a reputable practitioner. Um, I know people have had some issues with the, the original parent organization um, and that these issues were particularly publicized in the U.S. So I want people to feel confident finding a practitioner that they'll be comfortable with. What should they be looking for? Um, so anyone so anyone who is going to teach you, who will teach you orgasmic meditation or coach you, you know, around it is um, certified by the Institute of OM. Um, they are related to uh, the parent organization that you just mentioned. Um, and, but the thing is that the whole structure and setup has changed. Okay. And so we're all, you know, we're all certified, but all sort of training, you know, short sort of um, introductions, workshops around orgasmic meditation, and now pretty much hosted by coaches and trainers themselves around the world. Um, and so what you'd be looking for is that they are certified, that they have been taught by someone, you know, how to teach you pretty much. But, you know, there's no, there are no longer any um, 
really big in-person courses. I mean, I think some of the concerns that came up is that these courses cost a lot. There are no, they're no longer any of those. Um, yeah, and there's no longer really in-person apart from at the local level. So at the local level here in the UK, um, I helped to hold the London Home Community, for instance. And I mean, you know, I stepped up to do that um, simply because, yeah, you know, uh, myself and a lot of my associates, we wanted to make sure that home was always available to anyone who wanted to learn it and for whom it could make a difference. Yeah. So the, so the people are looking in local communities um, and they're looking for certified practitioners for sure. That's right. They shouldn't expect a practitioner to be doing um, this with them directly or should they? Nope. No. So, you know, uh, your trainer uh, slash OM coach will never, you know, practice with you, um, you know, in person. Even the training is a closed on training. And so your trainer will take you through the 12 steps to OM, tell you about, you know, how the practice works and some of the philosophy behind it. But it's strictly closed on you know, what you, you know, when you own, you do so with a partner in private, or, you know, and that's a choice that you make on your own. Like your trainer would never introduce you, for instance, to someone to own with. That's kind of pretty much, yeah, your responsibility. Though we do have, you know, secret groups on Facebook where, you know, you can meet other people in the community, you know, in lots of cities around the world, London among them, you know, London, Amsterdam, you know, San Francisco, New York, there are sort of, um, you know, there are events that you can go to and meet community members in person so that, you know, then you can maybe ask for your first home if you're single. But yeah, that's pretty much how it works now. Right. So if you're single and you don't, and, and, and um, then you, then there are places to go, then you can, you can go to community events just like you would for, you know, if you are single and you want to learn, um, you want a spanking, for example. There are events mm-hmm. that you can ho- go to so you can hook up with people who are safe to do Precisely. this. Um, and so you can meet people that you could pair up with. Um, but you will you will need to go through some training. Even if you went and experienced this from somebody, you will need mm-hmm. to still go through some training. That's um, right. Everyone in the community, we don't let anyone into the community who hasn't been trained by someone certified. So, right. you're pretty, so that's your first... You know, the first thing you can be sure of, your first guarantee is that anyone you ask the OMA who asks you in community has been trained and vetted by someone, you know, who said, you know, vouched for this person and said, yeah, I think this person can handle the rigors of community and is respectful, you know, of other people. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's kind of an important thing to point out. So you're not going to find, you're not going to go to an event or go on a Facebook group and meet somebody and say, I'm curious, will you do this with me because I'm curious? No. You actually have to go and you've got to take, it's not a long training, but you have to take, you described a three-session training. You have to take a three-session training to learn the basics of this before you can go and physically experience this with somebody else. But the upside of that is that anybody you're going to go and experience it with is going to also have had that training. So you're not looking at, you know, Joe the Axe Murderer. No, no, definitely not. And we also we also um, maintain a number of WhatsApp groups. And so there's a way, especially for new people, that you know, once they've made a you know connection with someone, they can also check in. You know, so that we have a women's thread. You know, so women might check in and say, oh, "I'm going to meet this guy." You know, has anyone else owned with him? You know, and people can say, "Oh, yeah." You know, he's been owning for three years. He's safe. That's fine. You know, that kind of thing. We always encourage that even if you've met someone at an event or you know you're talking to them online. That before you do something like this, you meet for coffee. You know, we say you own with someone that you like, know, and trust. And so it's kind of your responsibility to make sure you feel like 100% that 
that, you know, this, yeah, I want to own with this person. Yeah. And you've done your due diligence. Right. So you do your due diligence on top of that, but actually there's also some due diligence done by the community, which is most definitely. Yeah. And it's a secret group. So we can't be found unless, you know, you're at it. (laughs) Right. So that's, that's, that's particularly, that's particularly important. I think, I mean, I think, um, you know, women and men are aware of the risks that they take meeting people um, and and engaging in anything intimate. Um, And it's an unfortunate fact of life. And so it's good to know that this is the way that they would go about it. It's quite a structured method of finding people. Um, And so, We've been talking, you've been talking a lot, mostly male, female, so mostly heterosexual. Um, are there many um, people who are um, bisexual, gay, non-binary, queer that get involved as well? Yes, there are. Yeah. And so, you know, we have among us, you know, uh, women who are lesbian. I mean, even if you're not, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm about to embark on stroker training myself. Because even if even if you're not lesbian, it's like women can be strokers. So I know it seems quite heteronormative, but really because it's not sex and you know you can practice, it's like that's just another way to practice. You can, you know, you can practice with your female friend. But yes, totally there are gay men who practice. Um, yeah, all of it. All of it. So in that way, it's a way that that people can explore a connection, um, an intimate connection without full with without you know full sexuality. Yeah. Um, so it, it it is it is actually a way of broadening your um, your horizons in that way. Yeah, well, you- broadening your understanding of connection for sure, and you know, it, very much it being more about being connected to your body, being connected to others. You know, understanding what you want. You know, knowing what you know, being really rooted in your desire. And so, yeah, that can be done. You know, regardless of you know your sexual orientation. Yeah, but what's interesting to me is, I mean, I think, you know, that there's a reality here and and there are not many women who will have had sexual touch with other women. Mm -hmm. And although this isn't sex, you're touching genitals, it's sexual. You're in sexual energy um, if they're not interested in other women. And so this is an interesting, an interesting bridge so that one doesn't have to be sexually interested to find out what that level of connection might be like to with another woman with mm-hmm. another woman yeah so i agree that opens a lot of doors and also men to men but you know that opens a lot of doors well not men to men because it doesn't work that way so no, it, and, yeah it doesn't work that way with only doesn't work that way <laughs> no so it, it is only it is only woman centered from the from the um strokey um from the strokey perspective yes right and that, you know, and the only reason for that, I'd, I'd like to say is, you know, because women are, are blessed with like the most sensational part of, you know, like they own the most sensational part in the human body, which is the clit. And it's got 8,000 nerve endings. So if you're looking for sensation, if you're looking for a part to put your focus on, that's going to be it, you know, in a meditation practice that's focused on high sensation rather than on the breath or on a candle, that kind of thing. You know, hope that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So we're about um, four minutes from close. Um, how can people find you if they would like to connect and learn more about this? Um, so I'd say like social media, great way. So find us on Facebook. We do have a public Facebook page, Men and Women Who Own. We're also on Meetup if you're looking for events. Um, again, Men and Women Who Own on Meetup. And there is a website, uh, com. And there, you know, you'll find blog posts. You, you know, we, um, we're just setting up our new directory 
of certified home coaches. So if you're looking for someone, you can see faces, get in contact with one, with many, you know, kind of shop around for who, you know, you really, yeah, you feel like you have a connection with. Um, yeah, so find us on social media, check out our website. You know, it's probably the best way to begin. Yeah. Great. So just like any other um, coaching or therapy or um, personal development practice, it's always good if you have a connection with the practitioner you're going to be working with. So do take the time to check people out and don't feel bad about, you know, meeting somebody and saying this isn't going to work. All of us who are totally. know that it doesn't always work. So thank you for joining me this week. Um, it's awesome to be here. <laughs> it's been great. And thank you all for listening today. If you have more questions, do email me at lauribeth at drlauribethbisbee.com. If you have an idea for the show, please send it in. If you're interested in learning more about the DS and BDSM and learning more about Power Exchange, if you're in the London area, I'm teaching an evening workshop, 24th of May at Women's Erotic Emporium. This begins a series of workshops about sex and relationships that I'll be teaching mid-August there. You can check out the details on my business page on the sexylifestylenetwork.com and links to tickets are there as well. I'll see you all next week when the letter is P. And this time, P is for parenting and pornography. What do you do when your child tells you that they've discovered pornography on the net? I look forward to being with you all next week. Have a great one. We hope you learned something today. But if you have more questions, go ahead and email them to Lori Beth at drlaurybethbisbee.com. Then be here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of the A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. See you next week. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's the sexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.